It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Look out, there's a monster coming. Nate Abaurea here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio. Thanks for dialing us in, all you terrestrial radio enthusiasts all of our Sports Byline affiliates across the United States of America. Thanks for subscribing to us in podcast form on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. And thanks for checking out the website, worldsoccertalk.com. Leave us a review on iTunes when you get a moment and get involved in the Twitter game. Get at me at NateWST and get a hold of all of us from the gaffer all the way down to every last writer at World Soccer Talk at World Soccer Talk. On Twitter, also follow at Sports Byline USA for updates on this and other fine programs underneath that Sports Byline umbrella. One of my favorite things that I get to do on this show every day, and really just one of my favorite things about being a soccer fan, is every day I feel like I get to use my imagination and I get to take these imaginary trips around the world. I mean, in the last three days alone, I've I've taken a trip to Mexico City. I've I've been to Boulder, Colorado. I've I've been to Liverpool. I've I've been to some swanky hotels in Switzerland hanging out with those FIFA boys. Man, they know how to party. I'll tell you what. Today though, we're going to talk with someone who has actually done real traveling, some real extensive traveling over the last couple of weeks. He's been to Germany and currently he's in India. It's Kartik Krishnayer is going to be joining us on the show today talking about his recent Bundesliga media tour trip over there in Deutschland and paint a little picture of India where Kardec is currently staying and we'll talk about foreign ownership in English football many of you know Kardec Krishnayer a massive Manchester City fan a Manchester City fan with a bit of street cred. You can call him a hipster Manchester City fan. This man's been around before the glory days, so cannot wait to talk with Carter Krishnayer. Some new books that have come out recently all about foreign ownership in English football, not the least of which at the Etihad there in Manchester. Carter Krishnayer with us on the other side of this break, rocking it down right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Stay with us. Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at soccerondish.com. 
Colonel Sanders here with another important holiday message from KFC. This year, don't get the one you love, some lame, boring gift like jewelry or toys or a new car or any other junk. No, get that special someone what they really want. Exactly, a KFC $5 fill-up with 100% white meat, popcorn, chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, a biscuit, a cookie, and a drink. It is the perfect gift for that important person in your life who gets hungry right around lunchtime. Kentucky Fried Chicken, it's finger-licking good. Available for a limited time only. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax extra. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gig for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.
Welcome back into World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I talk about all my imaginary trips around the world. It's time to talk to a man who takes real trips around the world. He's been to Germany and currently talking to us from India. It's been a rather busy last couple of weeks for a man by the name of Kartik Krishnayer. Currently talking to us from Chennai, I believe, in the far south of India. Kartik Krishnayer, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing quite well, Nate, and I, I love listening to uh, Boston, the third stage, while uh, you were you had me on hold, because uh, I just downloaded that album from my trip, actually. I could put on the airplane. Atta baby. Big, big classic rock fan, Carter Krishnire, for all of you uh, that, that didn't know. Hey, uh, before we, we paint a little picture of where you're currently at right now, I can't wait to talk to you about uh, your time right now in the Indian subcontinent, and then we're going to talk a little bit later uh, about foreign ownership in in English football and obviously that's something that you know a great deal about being a Manchester City fan but I want to talk with you first off about your recent trip to Germany and it was a a very interesting trip and it was a a Bundesliga media tour tell us about your experience uh in Germany and specifically uh in it with with clubs uh Schalke and uh, Bayer Leverkusen yeah it was an excellent trip uh Christopher Harris, uh, Terrence Ruff, and myself from World Soccer Talk uh, intended uh, this, this media tour. Four days. It was uh, it was intense because we tried to pack about seven days a week worth of uh, of, of events and uh, meetings and press events into um, and stadium tours, as I mentioned, also into four days. I think the thing that is very apparent is that the Bundesliga realizes that they have. Uh, kind of dropped the ball over the course of the last decade in trying to penetrate the American market. And that now that they've got this TV deal with Fox and they have uh, some ability to penetrate mainstream American sporting audiences and mainstream American soccer audiences, uh, they have to make a, a concerted effort, a dedicated effort towards the United States market. And that includes their clubs making a specific effort. The league can only do so much. That was a, a big takeaway of uh, this tour, in addition to Bayer Leverkusen and Schalke coming to Florida next month uh, in an event I'll, I'll be attending and I'll be covering. The, in fact, Fort Lauderdale Strikers, my local club that I cover very closely, I think most of our listeners know that, uh, will be playing Schalke on January 10th in Orlando. So that's a great opportunity for fans of a lower division American team to be exposed to the Bundesliga, uh, the Bundesliga winter break providing an opportunity for these clubs to come to the United States and come to Florida. Uh, this, however, is something that Bundesliga clubs have not embraced yet to the extent that Premier League clubs have historically. And I, I think there are so many reasons for why the Premier League has had this uh, tremendous advantage in the U.S. market. And quite frankly, where I'm sitting in India right now and in the Asian market, uh, English language being one of them, but there are other reasons, too, and I outlined all of this in, in a World Soccer Talk piece after we returned, uh, about the advantages the Premier League has, the dedication, the commitment their clubs made, and even lower division English clubs, the League One and Championship clubs made to the U.S. market uh, coming over uh, at, at, when, it, when it wasn't sexy, when it wasn't popular, and developing that fan base. Uh, so the Bundesliga has a lot of catching up to do, but the, the tour itself was very impressive, and the league, I think, is all of our listeners know, is a very, very strong league and a very entertaining product. 
Well, I feel like this is a great step in in the right direction. This this idea of these German clubs coming to Florida during the Bundesliga winter break, when it's quite frankly impossible to play soccer in Germany. They 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 halt the season. It's been this way for for decades. They hold the season for uh, for four to six weeks. Uh, I think it's it's rotated a few times. I think it, is the winter break six weeks in the Bundesliga, Kardik? It's about five weeks, I think. And and uh, but when you consider that these teams get to training and they play these preseason or they're not even preseason, they're midseason friendly. They're really off for about two or two and a half weeks. Right, yeah. So, that, so there we go. Yeah, five, five weeks. I, I, I said four to six. I could have just stuck with that. There you go. Somewhere, somewhere in there. But hey, talk a little bit more about these these matches in Florida. I mean, this is it's pretty cool, and it's definitely going to – I know have some growing pains. There's going to be some speed bumps. We'll see how much the Bundesliga clubs embrace it this time around. But they're talking about having a a, a cup tournament uh, a year from now and actually making this become an annual thing. So talk about how big of a of a trial run these quote unquote friendlies in Florida for these teams really could be. Yeah, I, I think um, it's important for other Bundesliga clubs to embrace uh, this. Uh, this ability to, to travel to the United States, have some sort of comp, cup competition, maybe similar to the Premier League Asian Cup that we see uh, preseason every season uh, with four Premier League clubs facing off in Asia. And uh, that, that has now become an annual event over the course of the last, I want to say the last seven or eight seasons. I, I don't uh, remember exactly when the league started that, but that is actually a Barclays Premier League sanctioned and, uh, and uh, administered event. Uh, the German clubs... Uh, have a bit of a mixed bag right now. Bayer Leverkusen uh, has a corporate parent, which has an incredible amount of market penetration in the United States, right? Uh, The Bayer uh, Pharmaceutical Corporation. They have had more American players or more significant American players than just about any club uh, in European football. Uh, You could argue maybe Fulham is the the rival for that, but uh, Leverkusen at the very top as far as their historical ties to the United States, as far as players they've had. Uh, they came to Florida last season for this uh, mini-cup competition, the Florida Cup, to face off with Brazilian teams. Uh, and this season, they're doing the same thing. They'll be playing, I think, uh, Shakhtar Donetsk in a, in a Brazilian club in these two kind of cup friendlies, whereas uh, Schalke is playing Fort Lauderdale and then uh, a Brazilian club. But uh, And Schalke, of course, this is the first time they've come over, and they have a massive supporter space in Germany. It, it, it depends what metric you use, but I think whatever metric you use, you'll find Schalke is one of the third, uh, three or four most supported clubs in Germany. Uh, if you talk to some people, they'll tell you Bayern is far and away the most supported club, uh, with Dortmund second, uh, Schalke, Hamburg, and uh, Eintracht Frankfurt uh, in that top five. Uh, other people will tell you Bayern has a lot of casual fans, and in reality, the two most supported clubs are, are Dortmund and, um, and Schalke. So whatever metric you use, they're one of the two, two to four most supported clubs in the country. Um, and they've had ties to the United States, but this is the first time they're embracing coming to the U.S. There are 16 other Bundesliga clubs this winter who are training elsewhere, most of them in Turkey or Spain, uh, because that's been kind of the convenient fallback Bundesliga uh, club thing. German clubs very focused on performance, very focused on their football, correct? Uh, which is why maybe they've been so successful in European continental competitions and so successful in creating a competitive league. Uh, but the Premier League clubs for years have been focused on using these opportunities whenever there's space in the calendar, even if uh, I remember one year, season when Blackburn Rovers were eliminated from the FA Cup 
uh, Sparky was still the manager at the time, he brought them to Florida to play a friendly because there's always been this feeling, at least in the last 10 to 12 years in English football, any dead time on the calendar is a marketing opportunity to grow our sport, grow our game, grow our club brand. Um, German clubs haven't necessarily had that view. They're uh, largely community-owned clubs with the exception of uh, Leverkusen and Wolfsburg and Hoffenheim. Um, so there's, there isn't that kind of global empire-building mentality. But the Bundesliga from the top now is trying to impart that philosophy in its member clubs. There's a really, really interesting point that Kardec just brought up there, that the German clubs have never really, in, in the way that, that English clubs and even Spanish clubs and, and even clubs in, in, South, in, in parts of Latin America and South America and even, even in Mexico, these clubs in Germany have never fully focused in that same fashion on that, quote-unquote, international branding. They've always been so localized so so community oriented and it's interesting the point that Kardec makes there that you look at the success of these German teams on the field in continental competition you look at the success of the German national team my god what is more valuable focusing on your local community or going after international branding and worldwide attention. This is a fascinating conversation. We'll continue it on the other side of this break. World Soccer Talk Radio, Nate Abarea here with Kardec Krishnayer. Stay tuned. Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at soccerondish.com. Colonel Sanders here with another important holiday message from KFC. This year, don't get the one you love, some lame, boring gift like jewelry or toys or a new car or any other junk. No, get that special someone what they really want. Exactly, a KFC $5 fill-up with 100% white meat, popcorn, chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, a biscuit, a cookie, and a drink. It is the perfect gift for that important person in your life who gets hungry right around lunchtime. Kentucky Fried Chicken, it's finger-licking good. Available for a limited time only. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax extra. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Free soccer trial. Dot com. Cheers.
Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Oh, Cardiff Krishnire never, ever gets tired of hearing that call from the great Martin Tyler. I can tell you what, we'll talk a little bit about Manchester City and foreign ownership in the Premier League a little bit later in the program. But I want to wrap up what we were talking about there in the last segment and and a point that Cardiff made about how locally focused these German clubs are. And, and it's funny, we're talking about during the break there, Cardiff, that English clubs, they, they used to be very locally focused. Some of them still are, but many of them are, are so fixated on, on the, the idea of international branding. And, and we tie it back to the success lately over the last few years of these German clubs. The fall off in many ways in European competition over the last few years of these English clubs and... I'm just going to throw it right to you here with the $64,000 question, or we could say the the $64 billion question here, and that is what's more important for a club in this day and age to focus on, international branding or localized connection with their own fan base? Yeah, I think it's really a catch-22 in many ways because I, I think what we're finding as time goes on is a lot of these English clubs are losing their local identity. They're losing their necessarily their connection with uh, people beyond their immediate fan base locally. Uh, yet at the same time, uh, you, 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 you throw on any sort of uh, Premier League item paraphernalia in this part of the world, in, in, in South Asia, uh, in the United States. If I were to uh, go to a, a Barnes & Noble in uh, Oakland, California, wearing a Leicester City jacket, everybody would know who they are. If I threw on a, a Schalke jacket, much more successful historic club over the last of course of the last 10 or 15 years, nobody would know what it is. It would just look like some foreign club or maybe some sort of youth club. That having been said, um, I, I, I think the German clubs have uh, been able to, um, to, 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 to maybe begin to pivot and see, and see the importance in the, the degree of global marketing uh, because of the Premier League's TV deal, the new TV deal, which is making it uh, virtually impossible. This is another takeaway from the tour virtually impossible for clubs like Schalke and Leverkusen, the two clubs we spent the most time with over there, uh, two of the, the five or six richest clubs in, in the country, two teams that are consistently in Champions League or Europa League. Leverkusen's been in Champions League five of the last six seasons. Uh, Schalke is always in Europe. 
to even keep their top players. And it's not that it used to be Bayern would raid their top players, correct? I mean, this is what's been going on in the Bundesliga forever. Leverkusen would be an entry point for a lot of foreign players, including American players. The best ones Bayern would raid. The rest Leverkusen would keep. Um, now it's not Bayern rating club, those clubs. It is, it is the Southamptons and Leicester cities and West Ham's of the world. It is those size clubs in England because of the TV money in English football, which has, I think, led to kind of a pivoting in the thinking. And this is probably going to happen in Italy and, and France and, and the, the, the smaller clubs in Spain as well. But, boy, we better get, get, get on the ball with this because all of our clubs are going to become selling clubs, even our top clubs, if we don't change this. This having been said... What I saw as far as player development at Schalke uh, blows away any English club with the except possible exception of Southampton at this point. So maybe that's why Germany is such a more successful national team than uh, than uh, England does. Well, Cardick, you, you said a couple of things there that that stood out, and and one of them is definitely the player development. But I, I want to actually go back to something that you said in the last segment, and and it had to do with. This idea that these teams have the responsibility, that the clubs have the responsibility, and the league can only do so much. But then with what you said there, it's it's in many ways what, what we talk about with the Premier League is to credit to Premier League television rights for 1 through 20 and even things like parachute payments and, and keeping these clubs running from from the top down as opposed to that, that bottom up mentality so i mean is the bundesliga are, are the the heads of the bundesliga gonna give their all to help out all their clubs or are they gonna say well no it's it, it's more up to the clubs it's up to the clubs to accomplish this stuff well they're trying to push the clubs but these clubs again leverkusen being a, a notable exception because they're run by uh, they're owned by Bayer, a major pharmaceutical company, a multinational corporation that has ties in places like the United States that they can exploit and understands the importance of global marketing. Um, so Leverkusen, very much an exception, and they're ahead of the curve. That might explain also why Leverkusen has had foreign players. I mean, they had more high-level foreign players uh, than any club in North Europe in, in the early 90s, right? They had American players like Claudio Arena. They were bringing Brazilians left and right, uh, when a time when English and German clubs were not bringing in many foreign players. Um, but... I think the issue is with community-owned clubs because l- let me just uh, mention Schalke and Borussia Dortmund, who are arguably the two biggest clubs in the country, even including Bayern. Their ownership structures are that they are owned by their members. They are owned by, by their supporters. And so Schalke has something along the lines of 150,000 members, like the Green Bay Packers, if you want an American sporting example, that's comparable, that own that club, which is, again, one of the two or three biggest clubs in Germany. Same thing for Borussia Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund has no problem filling the third largest stadium in, in, Europe, in major European football. The only two stadiums that are bigger than their, their ground are the Bernabeu and Camp Nou. So the incentive isn't always there for Schalke and Borussia Dortmund. They're always qualifying for Europe. Under Jurgen Klopp, Dortmund obviously won two league titles very recently and then got to a Champions League final. They, they may not see the incentive and the value in it the way that clubs like Leverkusen that are connected to large corporations do. And Wolfsburg being another one, obviously owned by Volkswagen, another huge corporation. Well, in, in regards to Dortmund, yeah, I mean, that's that's a really interesting point that you bring up again there, Kardec. And it's it's kind of the, the idea that Dortmund folks should maybe ask, why should we change why, why, why should we change anything? What are we doing wrong where we have to start focusing on our, our international brand? And obviously there's some 
there's some nuance here. There, there is some gray area. There's some in between. But if I were a, a member of of the Dortmund club, if I were if I owned a small stake, even if I was just an average fan of the club, I'd be listening to this discussion be, between these two American guys on the on the radio, going, "Why the hell should I change? I mean, what what we're doing right now seems to be working just fine." And I think that's going to be the biggest. Uh, I, I don't want to say roadblock, but the biggest struggle to convince fans of clubs like Dortmund that there should be any kind of change. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And Dortmund's a great example, Nate, because what we saw when they were in the Champions League final now three seasons ago, and that final was at Wembley, were, uh, I think, genuine shock by a lot of people in the English press as to how many uh, fat supporters Dortmund had, how many supporters they had that would travel to a, uh, to a final that basically they could have filled Wembley on their own. And all those people own a share of the club. Club and they have no incentive to see their club become like uh, Manchester City or Manchester United or Liverpool, or Liverpool although they're now also all interested in Liverpool because of Jurgen Klopp, but they have no interest in seeing some American guy or some Asian guy or Arab guy come in and buy those teams. Well, it's a, it's a very, very fascinating discussion, and I encourage all of you to get involved in this thing at World Soccer Talk. Get it, Cardick, on Twitter at KKFLA737. I still have that Twitter handle, Twitter handle memorized from our uh, good old uh, podcast days covering the Premier yes. League, Cardick, and uh, get it me at NateWST. Let us know your take on this conversation. All you fans of, of German football, I know there's a lot of you out there that listen to this show. Let us know what you think of this and, and fans of, of old school English football and, and what we're talking about with the Premier League clubs, perhaps losing a little bit of their localization and, and their true community-oriented mindset as they focus so much on international branding. Let us know your take on this conversation again at World Soccer Talk, at KKFLA737, and at NateWST to get a hold of me. We're taking a quick break. We're back after this on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Every floor in stock is on sale at Lumber Liquidator's end-of-year clearance sale. Get massive savings up to 70% on over 400 top-quality floors, including three-quarter-inch solid pre-finished oak for $1.99 and more hardwood deals from an incredible 89 cents. Plus, get the lowest price of the year on wood-look tile. Now, just 79 cents. Get North American and European laminates from 39 cents and save an extra 10% on clearance and closeouts. Get to your store for more deals and pay no interest until 2018. End-of-year clearance sales going on now. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. Business Loans Now is most known for 60-minute approvals and same-day funding for businesses across this greatest nation on God's green earth. This is Michael Medved for Business Loans Now, where your business cash flow is way more important than personal credit. Funding can be used for cash flow, equipment, payroll, and startups. Business Loans Now can also help with additional funding if your business has recently been underfunded by another lender. To find out how much your business could qualify for, I encourage you to visit businessloansnow.com. Sports Byline's library of more than 12,000 interviews is a treasure. I'm Ron Barr, and we want your help in protecting, sharing, and continuing to build this sports interview treasure. We've launched a GoFundMe campaign, so please go to sportsbyline.com funding and donate so you can be a part of preserving and continuing to build this unique collection of sports interviews. In appreciation for your donation, support, and telling others, we're going to provide everyone who donates with a link to a special commemorative collection of the Sports Byline Interview Library. This commemorative collection will change every month, and you'll have access to it with your supporting donation of any amount. 
So go to sportsbyline.com slash funding and also tell your friends. You'll be helping preserve, grow, and digitize the Sports Byline interview library so that today's sports fans and those in the future will forever be able to enjoy this treasure. Thank you for your help and support. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE, 855-254-7483, or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. You can keep that one going, Dom. You can actually keep that one going here for, for a few more seconds at least. Oh, absolutely. Get it one time through the chorus. You know, anytime I hear that song, all I can think of is the opening to uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas with, uh, with Benicio Del Toro uh, doing his uh, rendition of that through the, uh, through the Nevada desert. As they pick up, great movie trivia question here, who plays the, the hitchhiker in the beginning of, of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? A very, very young actor at the time who went on to be a very successful Hollywood face and and ended up playing, oh, among other things, Spider-Man and uh, a bunch of other fantastic roles. That's right. Tobey Maguire was the hitchhiker in that scene in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And that's your movie fact of the day. Welcome back to World Soccer Talk Radio right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. If you are looking for an advantage when betting on soccer, that's right, betting on soccer, I want to let you know about a unique open betting platform called FanBet. FanBet allows you to follow your friends and top-ranked bettors to get a wealth of betting tips pun intended, to help improve your real money bets. Here's how it works. FanBet runs a weekly contest called FanPlay. Members place bets on Premier League games using betting credits, and the game data is then analyzed, and top bettors are ranked according to their success. And then here comes the glorious part. You get to study what made those top bettors top bettors. That's right. It allows you to see their picks, look at the history of their picks, how they bet, and you get to learn through this process. Sign up today for your free account at fanbet.com. And when you log into your fanbet account, first thing you'll see is a live stream of picks from winning bettors. And you can look it over, compare leading bookmakers to give you the best available odds for your money. It's as simple as that. Improve your soccer betting returns with fanbet.com. A huge thank you to fanbet.com for their support of World Soccer Talk Radio, making this show possible, making conversations between yours truly, Nate Abarea, and beautiful folks like Carter Krishnire, possible right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, before we go any further, Kardik, when was the last time you gambled on football? On uh, the football, soccer, never. 
You've never, you've never gambled on side. And I'm, I'm not trying to like make you feel like Bruce Grobelar here or something or back you in. You no. were never a, a professional player, so you're allowed to gamble on soccer. Uh, not in the United States, so I, I actually have not. <laughs> I know I participated in many office pools and such about uh, college football, college basketball way back when I used to call the NFL that, but hey, I've never actually been on uh, on uh, European football. Well, well, we'll see if we can. Uh, we'll see if we can change that. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure we do it legally and get you uh, get you involved in something here at some point. I'm not trying to corrupt Cardick. I swear he is an honest, good man. And hey, I want to talk with you now, Cardick, about where you're currently staying in in a soccer sense. Uh, India is is a very very interesting place soccer wise. I mean, the the the, the population of India so many. So many m- millions of, of children who, who live and, and breathe the game, and yet it's never transitioned into player development up, up to a, a professional level. However, I've, I've known players, professional players over the last few years who have actually gone to play in, in the, the Indian League and, and have actually had great things to say about the footballing culture uh, within the Indian subcontinent all the way here into the year 2015. And real quick, before we, we go off to England and, and end the show talking Man City and foreign ownership in the Premier League, can you do me a favor, because you could do this far better than I ever could, and especially with the fact that you're there right now. Can you kind of paint the picture of, of the soccer culture in, in the Indian subcontinent? Yeah, yeah, so much of the soccer culture, I think, until the last two or three years, driven exclusively by the Premier League, Real Madrid, and Barcelona, like in so many places. And what is interesting is since the launch of the Indian Super League, uh, the Hero Indian Super League two years ago, which actually the semifinal second legs were, were uh, one of the second legs was last night between the local team here at Chennai and, and the reigning champions, FC Kolkata, and Chennai in advance to the final. Uh, Ilano, former Shakhtar Donetsk and Manchester City star, Brazilian national team uh, star, Confederations Cup winner, Copa America winner, uh, is their big uh, kind of showcase player. Uh, until they got the uh, Del Pieros and the Alanos and the, uh, the, the players, uh, David Trezeguet, uh, David James, these sorts of players at the end of their run, Robert Pires is another one that's here now, uh, to India, so much of the marketing about the sport on my previous visits three, four years ago were around Messi and Ronaldo and, uh, and Stevie G, you know, big Liverpool following in, 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 um, in India, and um, Adidas pushing Chelsea and, and, and the Chelsea brand in this country in a way that they push Bayern in other markets, but realizing this is an, an Anglophone country to a large extent. Obviously, there are about 100 native languages, and Hindi is the most spoken language in this country, but the, 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 the business class and, and uh, younger professionals all speak English. And um, they pushed the, 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 the British brands associated with that. Now we're beginning to see that continue, but transition into getting some of those age players, not not a similar uh, a formula dissimilar from the United States and Major League Soccer in the early days, to come to, the, to India, players that people know, uh, people all know Robert Perez from his time at Arsenal, people remember Alano from his time at Manchester City, et cetera, et cetera, and getting those guys to play a season or two here and build the local product and the tendencies have been very good and tv ratings have been very good uh that having been said that the league only runs a, a, about three months so the question is once you extend that season uh it's similar to the way the old nasl was in the u.s right i mean that season started in, in april and ended in august um and we had incredible success with the 
NASL for the first five, six, seven years, or not first five, six, seven years, but once Pele and Rodney Marsh came from 1975 to 1980, 1981, and then it tailed off. Um, it's a shortened season somewhat like that. And my, my one dose of skepticism Nate, would be if you had a proper season where you're playing eight months out of the year and there's a lot of dead rubber games in, in, in uh, just kind of lethargic games in the middle of the season. Does this uh, support of the fans and attendances continue to be high and TV ratings continue to be high? We've seen as Major League Soccer has extended their season in the United States and we've gotten more and more clubs and more visibility that the television ratings, have, in fact, are lower for MLS than they were in, in, in 98, 99, 2000. Now, of course, the argument there could be that at the time we didn't have all these Premier League games on television in the United States and now the Premier League is more accessible in the United States than in any other country in the world. So it's more accessible um, in the argument. U.S. than it is in England. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hear about that constantly. <laughs> Nate, quite, quite honestly, I know we're diverting a little bit here, but maybe this is a good segue to what we're going to talk about next. Every time I go to England, I, I, I'm once again struck by how difficult it is to see the Premier League in, in person. And you, in, Americans who are into the sport might have. Well, yeah, Khan, and it's, it's interesting to, to, to discuss this uh, right as soon as I've come back from Germany. The coverage here in, in, in uh, the U.S., can you imagine how it's going to be in England? Everybody's going to be living and breathing the Premier League. It, it's not like that at all. In fact, they're probably, you probably will find a, a more educated and enlightened Premier League discussions uh, and with an ability to actually watch the games at your local pub in, uh, in Redding, well, maybe Redding, California is an extreme example, but in Kansas City than you will in, in large parts of the U.K. Uh, this Sky and BT have made that, at least the top flight division in England really inaccessible to the masses. Hey, shout out to Shameless O'Leary's uh, Irish pub in Redding, California, where I can watch any Premier League match right there. And uh, and shout out to NBC Sports and, and everything that's gone on with Premier League TV coverage here in the States over the, uh, the last few years. It cracks me up, Cardick, every time that I have a British-based guest on this show, they say the same thing, whether they say it on air or we're just, you know, having some banter off air. They're like, God, how funny is it that I love coming to America because I get to watch more Premier League. When I travel three or 6,000 miles away from England, I have more access to the league that I love and teams that are only a few miles away from my front door back home. I mean, it's, it's laughable. I'll give you. I'll give you a great example. I was in England a few seasons ago, at, right at this time, uh, uh, maybe a week or two earlier, when Fulham played Liverpool on a Monday night football game. It was a big game. Uh, King Kenny was uh, coaching Liverpool at the time, and uh, Clint Dempsey was on the tear for for Fulham. I couldn't find. I was in. I was in Leeds actually, and I could not find the game anywhere uh, until I finally found a pub with Sky, and it was already in the second half. You just can't get access to that league there unless you're willing to pay huge subscription fees. And then in, in places like Leeds, which uh, where a lot of the supporters and fans are jaded uh, about, about the Premier League and what it did to their local club, which is one of the biggest clubs in the, in the country, still one of the best supported clubs in the country. They're, they're just not interested in watching random Premier League games and pubs. Well, this, this does... From Heathrow to, to Chennai, uh, we'll tell you that they, these owners have been far better than the former English uh, owners of the club, including uh, Franny Lee, who had played for the club, who was a club legend in actually connecting the club to its local supporter space and its history. Uh, that having been said, there are other examples like Hicks and Gillette and Glazer and um, uh, Stan Kroenke that, that he throws out all the time to describe this kind of uh, decline of, uh, uh, of English football. And, and um, there, there seems to be a certain degree of anti-Americanism in, in the 
Well, there's there's there seems to be there, there 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 seems to be Kardec a certain degree of of xenophobia in play here, and there always is when we're talking about old school English yep. footballing minds. But at the same time, I'm all about the nuance. I'm all about finding the middle ground. And so, how much of this, in your opinion, in the in the one minute that we got left here, how much of this is based on the xenophobia that we bring up, and and how much of it is is really based in in sound logic? Oh, so much of it is based on xenophobia. Look at Leicester City. I mean, this is a club that was a proud club, had never spent a, a, a season outside the top tenants, that this has made the league global, obsessed with money, uh, really kind of uh, ripped the, the soul away from English football, uh, the soul away from the fans. And this all having been said, Khan doesn't seem to see the benefits of globalization and um, the professionalization of these clubs. Uh, he does m- mention several times in the book that the 1980s were a terrible time in, in English football uh, and, and that attendances had declined in all of these sorts of things, which was the case all over the world. You know, one of the things I had mentioned about the, the collapse of the NASL in, in, in our country, in the United States, is that, that um, it, even though it was very much due to self-contained American factors, it coincided with a time where attendance and interest in the sport was collapsing globally or the club sport only to recover in the 90s and then, you know, arguably by, by 2010 or where we are now in 2015, the club game is bigger than the international game. I mean, I think the Champions League probably draws more hardcore interest than, than, than the World Cup. But um, Khan's premise is that the soul of English football has been ripped out. There's no connection with clubs and local uh, entities anymore, although he does contrast Manchester City. Um, he's not in favor, obviously, of the Abu Dhabi group running the club, but he is, he does contrast, say, at least they came in and they, they did an audit of English football. They, 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 they brought experts in to, 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 to uh, understand the club culture and Manchester city supporters will tell you, including when I talked to on the airplane coming uh, uh, on the flight from Heathrow to, to Chennai, uh, will t- tell you that they, these owners have been far better than the former English uh, owners of the club, including uh, Franny Lee, who had played for the club, who was a club legend in actually connecting the club to its local supporter space and its history. Uh, that having been said, there are other examples like Hicks and Gillette and Glazer and um, uh, Stan Kroenke that, that he throws out all the time to describe this kind of uh, decline of, uh, uh, of English football. And, and um, there, there seems to be a certain degree of anti-Americanism in, in the well, there's certain, and, and, there's and, and to be, there, 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 there seems to be, Kardec, a certain degree of, of xenophobia in play here, and there always is when we're talking about old-school English yep. footballing minds. But at the same time, I'm all about the nuance. I'm all about finding the middle ground. And so how much of this, in your opinion, in the, in the one minute that we got left here, how much of this is based on the xenophobia that we bring up, and, and how much of it is, is really based in, in sound logic? Oh, so much of it is based on xenophobia. Look at Leicester City. I mean, this is a club that was a proud club, had never spent a, a, a season outside the top two flights of English football that was absolutely trashed by British ownership until the Thai consortium that runs the club has now bought the club, uh, brought them quickly back into the top, top uh, reaches of the championship, and now they're sitting top of the Premier League halfway through the season or almost halfway through the Premier League season. There are numerous examples uh, of where foreign ownership has been beneficial to a club that is struggling. I, I think the Russian money that pumped into Bournemouth has really uh, helped that club. Unfortunately, the xenophobes, those who, who, who yearn for a different time in English football, will always cite those other examples. And it's a mixed bag like anything else. Kardec, how long are you staying out there in uh, in the south of India in beautiful Chennai? 
I will be here for another uh, uh, 10, uh, 11 days or so, and we'll be back uh, uh, stateside for New Year's. And then obviously that uh, Florida Cup tournament with the, uh, with the German clubs uh, the following week. So no, nowhere else. You're not like going back to Germany. You're going from India. You're not going to like go up to Moscow, dude. You've been you've been logging miles of late. I have been very impressed. I always love taking my imaginary trips in my crazy head. You've been taking trips everywhere. You've been to Germany and India in the last couple of weeks. So you will be yeah. heading back to Florida. I will be heading back to Florida. Obviously, uh, always have these <laughs> short layovers in London. Then when I come to India, but other than that, uh, back to Florida but before the end of December and then uh, cranking uh, on, uh, on local soccer stuff um, soon after. I love it. And you can check out Cardick's work on worldsoccertalk.com and follow him on Twitter at KKFLA737. Always a pleasure, mate. Look forward to speaking with you again soon. Safe travels and uh, Florida misses you, man. Thank you so much, Nate. Again, that was Cardick Krishnayer here with us on World Soccer Talk Radio, taking a quick break, then taking the express train home on the other side of it, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. And with you, my love, and there's nothing in the world that I would rather see. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. 
The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895-800-760-4895-800-760-4895. That's 800 760 I want to go to Chennai sometime. I want to go to India. I'd love to go to India. I'd love to go to Germany. I'd love to go to all these places that Kardik gets to go. Extensive world traveler, Kardik Krishnayer, Manchester City supporter through and through. Cheers to Kardik for joining us in this edition of the show. And thanks to Ted Vestervelt for yesterday's show. It was uh, very fun over the last couple of minutes when we were off air. They're actually chatting with Cardick about how yesterday's show went and and our thoughts on on the man known as Ted Vestervelt. And it's interesting that Cardick and I are both people who who support promotion and relegation in American soccer, but we might not be as maybe militant about it in our mentality the way Ted is. So uh, very interesting uh, recapping yesterday's show with Cardick. But thanks to Ted uh, for joining us yesterday. And tomorrow we're drinking with Dunny, baby. That's right. Brian Dunseth will be with us right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Nate Abarea signing off. Love you. Talk to you tomorrow.